Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show for another week. Now, the words I'm about to say might make some people swerve off the road, so please drive carefully. But, Zach, currently in the studio next to me, I have five blocks of Cadbury's caramel chocolate. Dom, you've been searching for this oh. for a week now. You're willing to pay cash. I, I, You're willing to <laughs> ship it across the country. It's been a quest. This has been, I would say, the biggest mission of my life. Did you have to sell your car uh, to afford those five I, blocks? Not my car. I did have to sell my soul in some ways. It's really oh, been uh, intense. Uh, how <laughs> did you find these uh, five blocks of caramel? Oh, look, it's, it's a long story how I came across them. I will share it with you shortly. The point is, so obviously for those who don't know, this is the new Cadbury product, which is a white chocolate caramel thing. It has been flying off the shelves. I finally have some, and unfortunately there's a reason I might not be able to have it. Which is, what, it, after you spent a week looking for it, I, possibly all your money, you yes. finally get it and you can't have it. This would be such a poetic comment on chasing your dreams, wouldn't it? Yeah. That you, you, you give everything in pursuit of some gold at the end of the rainbow, yeah. and you get there and you can't enjoy the gold. That's right, kids. Don't try. <laughs> Love you, mate. Dom Faye. <laughs> I'm going to tour schools of the country and just give my motivational talk. Don't try. It's not worth Nothing it. Nothing matters, guys. <laughs> no. If I can't have caramel, well, there's no point. <laughs> well, look, I, I can't I can't rule it out completely. There is a chance I might still be able to eat this. I've got a bit of a problem. I'll explain it to you next. Yep. We're going to need your and uh, the, the help of the people of the country to figure out what I can do with this caramel. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I found a massage parlour that's trying to start their own trend. Okay. Uh, I didn't know you were into massages. No, this is actually for my wife. Okay, She's right. been going to this massage parlor sure. uh, fairly infrequently over the last few months, but a couple of times. Yep. And she was telling me, she's like, there's something different. She likes it. Mm. It's good. The people are friendly. Yep. Um, they do a good job. But she's like, I can't put my finger in it. There's something different. And then she's like, I've got it. Right. I just realized why this place feels different. Okay. So you'd know at most places when you'd be getting a massage, so they like to set the scene. Oh, there's there's a lot of things they'll do in the room to yeah. give you the vibe of relaxation and of kind of just coming to a still place while they massage you. So at most places, mm. there might be music like this in the background. Bit of yep. rainforest sounds. Oh, the, the harp in that. Harp and pipe. Pipes. That's generally the massage combo from my limited experience. So my wife Sarah comes to me and she goes, I've realised what it is. Mm. They don't play any music. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't have any of the relaxing stuff in the background. So they don't play anything at all. So you go into the room yeah. for your massage and you just don't hear anything. Well, not quite. You do hear some things. <laughs> what do you mean? She says, it's not rainforest music you hear. Mm. She's like, the lunchroom is next door. <laughs> so she's like, it's not the rain yes. and the harps, yep. but you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> And it's their employees heating up their lunch in the microwave. And I don't know, I'm not an expert at relaxing. Mm, sure. But hearing someone enjoy a pizza pocket they've heated up in the microwave <laughs> is not the best way to unwind. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, we are in the middle of a caramel saga. I want to try caramel so desperately. The Cadbury product, which I believe I did a quick Google, uh, it is white chocolate and caramel in some hybrid form. I, this afternoon, have called around four different supermarkets. No luck. The Woolworths person told me they thought I'd be lucky to get anything anywhere in the state. It has been impossible 
to get your hands on this chocolate, Zach, this Cadbury caramel milk. Last week on the show, I even put the, the call out. I was going to buy it off people for a uh, uh, sold up price. Unfortunately, they didn't work out. I couldn't get on to the person who I was going to have the arrangement with. Mm. However, in a moment of divine intervention, mm. I got a call back from one of the supermarkets on Saturday morning saying, some's just come in, some caramel chocolate. I've got it out the back. If you're here within the hour, it's yours. What, what do you mean you got a call back? Did you leave your number? <laughs> oh, Did yeah. you say call me if any comes in? Did I not mention that on what, the show? Uh, what night? are the people at the supermarket doing? I'm sure they've got better things to do <laughs> than call up individual customers and say, come down to buy a block of chocolate. I think they could hear in my phone call in my voice how much this meant You to were me. desperate. I was a desperate man. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think they could hear that. Yeah. Uh, so I did ask them. Yeah, I did leave my number, and I said, "If you, if you, if you hear anything, please give me a call." Mm. Anyway, so they have they 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 came through on the goods. Saturday morning, I went along, and as you can see in my hands here, Zach, five blocks. I went a bit overboard. I just bought all five that that, that she had on with her. Five blocks of caramel chocolate that I bought on Saturday morning. Congratulations. Now, I, You're I, a millionaire. I am. A, I am. In caramel terms. I am the equivalent of a millionaire. This, and, and you know what? I left that store so. Overjoyed. I reckon I danced to the car. And so what, were the shelves packed with them? Um, no, well, uh, there was, when I went into the store, that she was just putting it out on the shelves. Hmm. I grabbed my five. By the time I got to the ca- the, the checkouts, all gone. Yep. So it was like that. Like I, piranhas coming yeah. into <laughs> yep. a piece of flesh. That's it. Were the humans in that store <laughs> to the caramel milk stand. And, and obviously I took an armor guard car with me, van to of me. Of course, you can't take too many precautions with these no, things. No, I, I had to drive it home safely. Um, I had to make sure both of the armed guards I had didn't like chocolate. It was a, it was an intense process. However, unfortunately since then, heartbreak has ensued. What's so. happened? You know that I am a celiac. Like, I can't have gluten. That's okay. The chocolate doesn't have gluten in it. Well, I bought all five in a rush. I came home so happy. And then I had a look at the back and I had a bit of a look at the nutrition table, a place I don't normally go. Mm. Uh, only to find that it said may contain traces of wheat. May contain those. Now, see? well, okay, I've done some... See, there's a chance <laughs> no, that it won't. Yeah, well, there's a chance. I've done some Googling. Yeah. The official celiac society says don't go anywhere near may contain traces of wheat. This yeah. is, like, if it's you're a It's a gamble, is it? Well, because one, one, like, crumb of bread, essentially, can set you off as a celiac. It can be very bad for you, right? can lead to some pretty bad medical things happening down the track. So they were... Sa- so the, the celiac society said don't ever risk may contain traces what of wheat. What did Cadbury say? Uh, Cadbury had a no comment, And what does your heart say? <laughs> My heart says, go to it, go for it, go to town. So it's so, your heart against the celiac society. Yeah. The eternal battle that's <laughs> been going on for yeah. years. Well, so I currently have these blocks here. It has been so hard for me over the past two days not to eat this chocolate. Yep. Everything within me has wanted to just have a great day of it and go to town. Unfortunately, I haven't yet. What I want to know, and I need the, the help of you and the help of the country on this, 131060, is it worth it? Right, so you're it? saying, so you want to hear from yeah. people who've had it, mm. and they say, and you say, is it worth risking yep. your health yes. to try it? Well, this is it, because there's a lot of risks involved. So if I if I try it and it has gluten in it, I'll be sick for a few days. Yep. You'll have to share a studio with me when I'm a little bit, you know, gassy. Yeah, I and you're not great say. at the best of times. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. So this is, this is, you have a stake in this game, Zach. This affects you as well. Yeah. Uh, or maybe someone who's a celiac or who can't have gluten, whether they would do it. You know, whether they would take this risk how about, something how so about this? How about yeah. if there's a celiac mm. who's had it, they can tell you whether they made it through. That's not a bad idea. And they say they can say, because they might've got one without gluten in it. Yeah. Okay. 
My, really? Because my... there might be a good batch. If they told you the batch number, <laughs> you could see if you have the same batch. <laughs> That's true. Okay. I, uh, my heart is on the line here. I've never been more emotionally invested in anything we've done on this radio show. What What do you need? If you get, like, yep. do you need it to be an anonymous mm. or do you need it to be... Yeah. Oh, no, honestly. Unanimous, I'll, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what anonymous was. No, I'll just take a, a majority. In fact, yep. I might even take one. Yep. <laughs> I'm really just looking for one voice who can affirm the side of me that wants to eat this chocolate. Okay. Jeremy on 131060. What do you think, Jeremy? Is it worth it? No. Well, is that, you, you sound like you're calling from an international line there. Are you saying it's not worth it? Yeah, not worth it. I read on Facebook left, right, and center that people wanted it left. I walked into Worth a few days ago. They yep. had shelves full of it. Mm. I brought a box to myself and a few other people, and none of us think it was worth it. Mm. You didn't enjoy it at all. Oh, it was different, yeah. I'll admit. My wife said it tasted like condensed milk. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll uh, be honest, Jeremy, you're selling me on it. <laughs> Your wife sounds like a great advocate. And in fact, I might leave that there. That's almost a yes, I think. Don't Anything you? with the word milk in it, Dom will yeah. be on board with. <laughs> Maddie in Newcastle, what do you think? Not worth it. Not worth it? You're not it. a fan either? So disappointing. What do you mean? I absolutely love chocolate and yeah. everyone tastes like condensed milk and really nice white chocolate. Yep. And it just tastes like slightly different than usual white chocolate. Mm. Well, still slightly different from the usual white chocolate is a good endorsement. I don't see But they're pe- saying they're just rebranding an old product, Dom. Oh, well, it's I, just white chocolate. I'll fall for the facade. I always do. You do you like white chocolate? I love white chocolate. It's the best of the chocolates. No, it's not. It, well, it is. It's beautiful. It's also not chocolate, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's a different discussion. I, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm disappointed with the response I'm getting here. I was hoping for someone who'd validate me and say, Dom, take that risk. Live your life. Dream your dreams. And eat the, the caramel. I just need one yes to validate me. Adam in Newcastle. Is it worth it, Adam? Boys. Yes. Don't listen to them. It's sensational. Oh, thank you, Don't Adam. listen to the haters. <laughs> haters going to hate. You, listen, if, if you don't take it, you're yeah. going to go through life not knowing what it tastes like. Yeah. That's so true. This thing is something else, boys, I'm telling you. How much of it have you had, Adam? Too much of it. Too much of it. <laughs> what does it taste like to you, Adam? <laughs> um, a blend of absolute brilliancy and goodness. Yep. That's not on the ingredient list, but <laughs> I can understand where you're coming from. Oh, well, that's all the validation I need. Do you know what, Zach? Right, Adam's a- convinced you. Adam has put me over the line. I'm opening the block right now. I'm taking this risk. This might oh, make me sick for what days. What a thrill for the country to well, hear Dom Faye eat chocolate live <laughs> on the air. It will be a thrill if I don't get sick. It looks, okay, it looks like the exact sort of light brown. Oh, it's all melted. Caramel. It's not melted. Here we go. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Adam, you are a genius. It is amazing. It's on us. Oh, Adam, <laughs> I feel like I would never have known this joy had I listened to the negativity of those first two calls. Zach. And what a lesson to life. Hey, try some. Ladies and gentlemen. Eat some, Zach. Block out the negative voices. <laughs> Also, what you're saying is, <laughs> yep. don't listen to any advice. Just do exactly what you no. wanted to do all along. <laughs> I'm going to have some. Yep. I hate white chocolate. You'll love this, though. This is beautiful. I'm going to be eating through oh. five blocks of this in the next few songs. It tastes like you're pouring sugar into your mouth. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it tastes like. Oh, how much sugar is in that? <laughs> I have not read that part of the contents list. I don't want to. Anyway, I've seen... <laughs> I've taken the risk. Absolutely worth it. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, there was an altercation 
the other night in a cinema I was in. I yep. was on the receiving end of it. And I just want to say, mm. if you enter a public altercation, yep. you have to be sure of your facts. <laughs> Okay, I mean, look, I know this is unlike you because you're generally, you like to stay out of other people's business. You're a pretty uh, reserved kind of person normally. So how did you end up in an altercation? Well, because it was put on me. Okay, so someone accused you of something. So I'm in the cinema yep. uh, waiting for the movie to start. This guy, and so it's my wife and I sitting and we're in a couple seat. In the cinema, you know, the ones without the barriers. See, I, I've heard of these couple seats. They didn't have them at the cinema I went to. <laughs> I I didn't what? know this this was a thing. What, so, what, what do you mean? Well, the cinema I went to growing up had, did not have couple seats. But I'm not talking about growing up. I'm talking about last weekend. I, the cinemas I still go to do not have couple seats. I've never, I maybe once I've been in a cinema with a couple seat. I find that hard to believe. No, seriously. I, and and for, I imagine there's a lot of people listening who haven't heard of couple seats. Okay, well, they're seats without the barrier, so you yeah. can... Cuddle up. And it's like randomly placed in the cinema. Couple yeah, there's, seat like, here. there's like three of them. Mm. And um, couple seater, as I've learned, <laughs> come to see, seat for very large people, as a friend of mine once used it. Okay. Well, um, uh, I was sitting down, the movie's about to start. This guy comes up, mm. and I thought he was like scooching past me. Yeah, so right I did okay. that thing where I pull my knees to the side. Yep. But he stops in front of me, mm. and, I'm, and it's like, that's very close in the cinema. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what's going on here? Because you know. Mm. I'm a big believer in the allocated seating. So like when you get a ticket for the movies yes. and it will say M4, mm. sit in that seat. Because I know there's people out there that say, who cares? It's just a seat. Yeah. There's a chain reaction. Well, you, you've explained this to me when we've gone to the movies before. What did I say? Well, you, your belief that, you know, if, if you sit in the wrong seat and someone, yeah. suddenly it fills up, someone comes to you, you have to go to the person in your seat. Yeah. And it's like everyone has seat. to stand up and change seats. It's just too confusing. Just yep. seat in the, the seat on your ticket. Yeah. Okay. So I thought I had done that. Yep. But this guy's standing in front of me mm. and he starts shining his iPhone torch in my face. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. It's not a drug bust. <laughs> and he's like, he's like. Was he aggressive with you? Or was no, he... I'll, I'll, I'll do the tone. Yeah. Hey, you're in my seat. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yep. Okay. Mm. And so I say G3 and 4, and this surprises him because he's like, how would he know the number if he's in the wrong seat? And he's this like- is, This is a very well-prepared thief. Yeah. So he goes, um, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and I'm like, yeah, man, this is our seats. And he's like, all right, well, let's see your ticket. And I'm like, okay, well, now this oh, okay. does feel no, like, <laughs> it does feel like a police officer okay. saying license and registration. Can I say to this man, you don't have the right to ask for the ticket. I reckon at that stage, yeah. if they say, yeah, you just find another seat. Well, he produced his ticket and right. it said G3 and four. Okay. So he's like, I've got three and four. Yeah. You can't have it. And I said, whoa. Mm. here's my full house, my yeah. royal flush. Yeah. I put down my tickets and I'm like, I have G3 and 4. Yeah. Now his tone changes a lot because he was very confident up till this point. <laughs> right. And of course, and very loud. The yeah. whole cinema is in on this. Right. And so you've come along to this now. You've come along just to completely defeat his argument. Quash his argument. So he goes, oh no. He's like, maybe I'm in the wrong cinema. Yeah. We compare the two tickets. No, yeah. they're both cinema 10. Both, both G3 and four, there's, the whole cinema's in it at this moment. And there's a voice down the back, check the date. <laughs> right? I love that. You've got a public yep. audience now. Check the dates. Yeah. The dates are the same. Okay. The same date. Well, hold on a the second. The same cinema. Yeah. The same seats. Well, then what's, clearly what's happened is that the cinema's printed the same ticket incorrectly. They've allocated the same seat twice. Is that what's occurred? Well, this guy's partner says, look, yep. we'll just go down the front. 
Sorry to bother you. Yep. Sorry about shining the torch in your face. <laughs> um, they sit down the front. I was thinking You've afterwards. You've won, firstly. I think I might have ordered them online. Maybe they got them in store. I can't figure out mm. where the problem occurred, where they've printed out the two tickets. However, yeah. I have discovered mm. for any cinema employees out there, yeah. if you ever want to cause chaos in your <laughs> cinema, this is what I would do. Yeah. I would be printing the same tickets all the time, don't you think? Oh, that's so Just true. to create. Imagine if you gave... 30 people the same seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, firstly, and for everyone else who has a different seat, you get two shows for the price of one. You get the movie and you get the, the seat dilemma. What's more? Mm. Take it to the next level. Yeah. If you're a producer on Married at First Sight, <laughs> this is what you do as a test for the couple. Because I felt like these guys were on a date and that girl was judging this guy on how well he would handle this situation. Uh, conflict. So what you do, yep. you send the couples to the cinema, <laughs> yep. you give them the same tickets to someone else yep. and you see how they resolve it. Uh, that, I was going to say what you could have is uh, a guy standing at the altar and two brides walk down. <laughs> no, this is my husband. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it is so affordable to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, find our podcast there, pay five stars as a rating, and that's your admission price in, Zach. Then the boundless plains of the Collective Noun Forum are all yours to roam in. Who do we have today? Uh, firstly, Zach, Lady Jane, uh, 95. Welcome in, Lady Jane. Just wanting to know what school I went to to have Coca-Cola banned. Now, this was a thing a little while ago on the show. I revealed that the instead of there being any sort of drug or alcohol issue at my high school... Coca-Cola was the real... The, what was the, the context thing. around it getting banned? Was there an outbreak? Uh, there wasn't an outbreak, although the tuck shop briefly brought in soft drinks. Yeah. And uh, I can remember the day the principal took to the stage and said, we've discussed it at length and the, the tuck shop selling soft drinks will be no more. Yep. We uh, had a vending machine. Oh, did you? Yep. Having Coke and stuff in it. But right. towards the end of high school, uh, that was no more because they yeah. started to make things healthier. Yeah. See, I mean, I do think when we had like charity sausage sizzles or something, the soft drinks would, would pop up for that. Hmm. I did wonder cynically whether taking soft drinks away from the tuck shop was a way to boost sales at those sorts of events. It's possible, but you know, what? You know wasn't the revenue of both going towards the school? So wouldn't well, they want to <laughs> share the revenue throughout the year? They actually didn't have big markups. I mean, I've always thought the, the price of a can of soft drink yeah. is a good way if you can tell if someone's pricing is reasonable. Yeah. Right? Because what it, would it cost you? Uh, well, at the tuck shop, it was $1.20. Yeah, it was $1.30 and in the vending machine, but they got yeah, to pay right. for the machine. <laughs> that's 30, so that's that explains cents. the extra 10 cents. 10 cents for the machine. And you know what? It was perfectly refrigerated. I, I just thought that was a, a great thing. Obviously, an oversight that they didn't have LA Ice Cola. Yes, of and, course. And um, those were, those were the dark days of my school. The, I do talk about the restrictions that came in with the healthy eating. Yeah. But thinking back on it now, they mm. had a full uh, lolly counter. <laughs> Did they? And uh, ice cream counter, oh, yeah. Jeez, was it, was, it uh, was it brand lollies? Yeah. Oh, that's impressive. And we so, didn't get that. So we had, oh, what were they? They were sour yeah. straps, but they were like kind of hard like red skins. What were they? Oh. Whiz fizzes? Ah, uh, they're just called fizzes. Fizzes. Fizzes, yes. And no, 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 not like a fizzer, not like the, um, hmm. not like those red and green ones. Oh, not them? No, they had a sour thing through the middle. I think they were called Whiz Fizz, even though the sherbet is also called Whiz Fizz. Maybe it was the same company. Whiz Fizz. No, it wasn't. Whiz Fizz do. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I do know Whizfizz have various Whizfizz products. Uh, anyway, those were 10 cents and people used to buy oh, wow. like, you know, $3 worth, which is 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you your, would have your, rich. your pockets would be bursting with them. And so the yep. amount of teeth that would have been ruined at that school <laughs> it's is a, infinite. It is a great thing my parents didn't send me to your school mm. because my school... You'd be dead. I, I actually wouldn't be alive. <laughs> Death I, by Whizfizz. <laughs> I wouldn't have survived. It is a sad fact I would not have survived my schooling if I'd gone to your school because my school, the, the riskiest they got in terms of health foods or unhealthy foods was uh, some chocolate chip cookies. But they had a very strict, I was told, one per student limit. Now how many were you having? Um, oh, I was told about the one per student limit when I was in year 10 and I went to order more than one. What do you and, mean order? Uh, you'd say, hey, they were behind the counter. So was, was all the food behind the counter? <laughs> no, no, no. Because we kind of had a, it was a cage. Yeah. And you got in the cage on one end yeah. and it was like a supermarket. You got whatever right. you wanted. Okay. And then you had to siphon out... Mm. Um, the turnstiles at the other end and right. pay for your food. But everyone used to put them in their pockets. Not everyone. <laughs> the bad kids. Wide-scale uh, corruption. No, well, at my to school... Steal, at my, my school's more like a pharmacy, right? In the sense that all most of the food you could well, get... Well, because I think you must floor. have gone to a dramatically smaller school because mm. what my school was doing was yep. um, adjusting for scale. Right. Because okay. there were yep. so many kids coming through that... Right. Tuck shot. Okay. Yes, that's true. Uh, and you really had to, it, it was a lesson in sticking up for yourself to get into the tuck shop. <laughs> right. Because there was quite a stampede. I'm actually surprised no one ever got trampled because okay. it was hard. They had to bring in um, uh, metal uh, railings to show you where to stand and a bit of a snake system because before that it was every person for See, themselves well, and they were, you know, you really had to push your shoulders in. And I imagine, was it the sort of uh, situation where the good food was gone quickly? Like uh, in well, a, you had to be, you had to go, you had to fight hard for a pizza pocket. Yes. Yeah, right. Because I imagine once a few students are in there, those are gone. Yes. If you're, if you're held back in yep. class five minutes, you're in trouble. Well, they would have like daily specials and yeah. they had the barbecue meatballs on Fridays. Yeah. Right. And that was $2. Boy, you had to be quick for that. <laughs> so you, you, you really had to leave class early. I had an arrangement with my tuck shop lady. Well, where they put things aside. <laughs> yeah. They had the Dom Faye box. That, that was the Dom Faye and box. And would you yep. slip a little extra to her uh, to pull that arrangement? Well, I, I'd walk up, because they'd open it just before school in the morning if yeah. you wanted to get a drink or something. Yeah. And I'd go up to, to Terry, who was the tuck shop waiting for school. You would, you would slip a five over <laughs> and say... Hey, put a few pizza pockets aside for me and keep the change for yourself. I think they were called pizza rounders. Did you have pizza rounders? The, like, like a mini pizza. A mini pizza. Yeah. 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 And I used to say like, hey, uh, I'm going to be caught up with the teacher for 20 minutes. Leave one in the hot plate behind you and, uh, and, and I'll be here to pick it up. And she knew I was good to my word. This is the thing. I was a loyal customer at the tuck shop. She knew I was good to my word. I would always be there and I'd always order plenty. Um, it was why were you system. caught up with the teacher? Just chatting. Oh, just working through an assignment, getting some advice, that mm. sort of stuff. Hey, what'd you do on the weekend? Yeah. <laughs> just general, catching up with friends. Yeah. Um, no, but the, the reason I use the pharmacy analogy is because almost all the foods you could just pick up and go and pay for, but the riskier foods were held behind the counter and you had to ask for them. Right. right? You had to put, give them your license yeah. and they would <laughs> That's it. write your name on the prescription. <laughs> That's it. So, you know, your chocolate chip cookies were back there. That's where the flavored milks were kept. And um, I, I made many a tuck shop worker turn around to get a, a flavored milk. Out. How the, many flavored milks did you drink a day? Uh, normally on a normal day, two, yep. um, two six hundred milks. That's a big makers. flavored milk budget for a teenager. You know what? You're not wrong. I I had very uh, generous parents. So you weren't working for that? Uh not really. No. Uh, <laughs> so you'd get 
two chocolate milks. Okay, or strawberry I milks. A, what you go chocolate in the morning? No, always two strawberry. strawberries. Oh no, ice break in the morning. Strawberry. Milk so you would have two ice. what six hundred mil? Yep, two six hundred fl- mil flavored mm. milks a day. See now, this is where I got to come clean, and I know my mum listens to this podcast. Yeah. I might have overinflated how much the prices of the tuck shop were to my parents. Oh, jeez. The scams you had running. If you tried at radio as hard as you tried in high school to get food from the tuck shop, we wouldn't be on in the middle of the night, Dom. <laughs> That's true. We'd be in a prime time slot by now if I used the same tactics. Yeah. Um, but all that means all you've got to do, Zach, is promise me flavoured milk at the end of this. Yeah. If you put flavoured milk on the line, I will work harder than you've ever seen me work before. Yeah. Okay. That, well, that's... That's, I'm learning a lot. I'm writing all this down. I need to go to Breaker and get a crate of strawberry milks. <laughs> uh, that is all we've got time for on the forum today. If you do want to be a part of it, we would love to have you on board. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating, write whatever you want in the review, and we'll do that next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Pet Name Game. This is the game anyone with a pet can play. Give us a call on 131060. Our belief is mm. just by hearing your pet's name, yep. we can tell you what type of animal it is. Rachel in Victoria, you are first up tonight. What's your pet's name, Rachel? Daisy. Instantly, Dom, you start to think of cow with Daisy because it's a classic cow name. But could it be another black and white animal with that in mind? I'm thinking Dalmatian. Dalmatian. Okay, well, we've got Dalmatian, we've got cow. Well, every part of my logical brain is leaning to Dalmatian. We have learned a very important lesson in this game, and that lesson is you always go with your first gut instinct. So I reckon, if you're with me, mm. that we go cow. I'm going to be upset if it's a dog, <laughs> but I'm happy to go with cow. Rachel, is Daisy a cow? No, Daisy's not a cow. <laughs> what is Daisy? Don't tell me Daisy Dalmatian. Daisy's a rabbit. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, oh. that's good. We're both off. Well, that means that uh, we don't have to have that argument in the song after this. At least that that's something. Uh, hang on, hang on. Yep. Just adjusting... Just adjusting the uh, little gauge there. I think oh, there we're we back on track. We're, the we're, compass. Great. We should be good. The theory should be standing up now. Jess on the Central Coast. What's your pet's name, Jess? Okay, his name is Megatron. Megatron. Okay, obviously, obviously Megatron was a Transformer dog. I think the evil Transformer. Now, I think this is an ironic name. Mm. I reckon they've given Megatron a big, you know, scary Transformer to a little adorable pet. Oh, so you're not thinking an animal that can change. Oh, that's smart. Like a turtle. can go inside its shell. Yep. An axolotl, half fish, <laughs> half lizard. Uh, what are those ones that camouflage with their background? What are those ones called? Uh, chameleons? Chameleon. Chameleon. Hmm. Maybe, maybe Megatron's That's a chameleon. That's actually pretty good. You reckon? Because they say, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. What's uh, Transformers, robots in disguise. <laughs> That's true. And a chameleon can yeah. disguise as anything. Can you get a chameleon as a pet? Yeah. Okay. You have to have a license, though. <laughs> Jess, is Megatron yeah. a chameleon? He is not. <laughs> Close, though, right? Megatron is my cat. Hmm. I was going to guess cat. Why, though? That doesn't make Because I was going sense. down the cute, adorable, ironic right. name avenue. Okay. Oh, uh, the, the, the gauge was working, but we got sidetracked by Chameleon. Hmm. And that, that's okay. It was just a And I blame you for that. <laughs> Susanna in Victoria, what's your pet's name? Houdini. Houdini, Houdini, a pet okay. that escapes a lot. Yeah. Well, your, your gut feel would be dog or bird. Well, I think beagles are known mm. to escape a lot because they're bad. very smart 
and they can figure out how to get out. Yeah, haven't right. you seen those videos online where they climb fences and stuff like that? However, there is an issue with this pet name, and this has only just occurred to me. What's that? Um, well, normally you name a pet pretty early after getting it. Yeah. Would it have had time to escape once so before the name? So what is an animal that escapes when they're young? Still, I think dog. I think dog could do it. Okay. It's definitely not going to be a fish. Yeah, I don't think true. a fish has ever run away. <laughs> if your fish runs away, you're really doing something wrong. Um, oh, why did we keep it in the ocean? <laughs> What a mistake. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we need to get one tonight, Zach. Come on, Susanna. Is Houdini a dog? No, it's a rat. Uh. Houdini the rat. Yep. <laughs> Is it because it ran away? Uh, it got out like three times. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Well, that's been an unsuccessful night of the pet name game. And isn't it great yeah. that Houdini, mm. one of the great illusionists, <laughs> is remembered all these years later <laughs> by Susanna calling her rat after him. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, this show's been a little bit of an emotional roller coaster for me, Zach, or a blood sugar roller coaster, you could say. Earlier tonight, about two hours ago, I did eat an entire block of Cadbury caramel chocolate. In the space of uh, below five minutes. I really It's a good time. Good lap record. Uh, Yeah, I never set good times on the track when I was at school. However, give me a block of caramel, and I I bet the jocks from my school could not down that quicker than I did. If you want to see Dom struggling between the songs, (sighs) Mm. head to our Instagram. Just search for Collective Now and a few stories, Dom, of you getting to near breaking point. I will say I'm not feeling great. And not a knock on caramel. I don't think they'd recommend that you eat a whole block within five minutes. I have taken the other four blocks I purchased and left them on the desks of other employees here making it someone else's problem. I will need you to shepherd me out of the building to make sure I don't go back for them. The big concern was that you're a celiac and you did discover on the back of the packet, Mm. it said may contain traces of gluten or of wheat. How are you feeling in that regard? Oh, hang on. So I've been getting indigestion all through the show. Um, Not great is my first answer. My point is I will be up for a few hours, I think. Um, it's not going to be a fun night ahead. I'm pretty sure. Like, here's the thing. I'm at the moment where I'm, I'm not sure whether this is a reaction to the amount of sugar and saturated fat or if this is a reaction to the gluten. Either way, there's being a reaction. How already. often have you had that battle in your head? <laughs> Do you know how, like, on CSI, they rock up to a crime scene and they have to figure out who did it and what the story yeah. was? I should pitch a version of CSI. Why am I sick? Why am I sick? Where a de- is it the overindulging? <laughs> Or the celiac disease. A team of dietitians rock up to maybe a stool sample. I yep. don't know. My my latest issue. The dietitian would be like, to be honest with you, it's yep. a little of everything. <laughs> uh, that is all we've got time for on the show. Uh, what's the best thing? Do you reckon? Because I was going to eat some fruit to feel better, but that's got sugar in it as well. Yeah. Maybe I should just stay off food for the next few hours. Drink some water. Drink some water. Something like that. All right. Well, I've got to go home and recover. Uh, if you want to hear the full show back, search for Collecting Out on iTunes. You can get it there. And we'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.